for those many of us who are mothers, it's like, okay, we have this thing in common to start and we can build on that. And so I think that's a really powerful thing. And I think it translates more broadly, you know, it's not just being a mother, it's being able to be fully yourself at work. It just shows the strength of building a community focused brand where you're being very transparent and yourselves and admitting when you make a mistake, your community is gonna come back and like have your back on that. And it's really just been um, heartwarming and we're, we're just so thankful for that and for their patience with us in this moment. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshion, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Hello, thank you so much for joining me on the Mother Honestly podcast. My name is Kristen Hall. I'm the COO of Mother Honestly. And joining me today is Christine McGregor, who is the Chief Parent Officer and General Counselor at Kalugo, a baby gear brand that has been touted as the Warby Parker of strollers. And I'm so excited to have Christy join me today to talk not only about her legal background and experiences as a mother, but also on the market research side of this and understanding what mothers really want and need. So Christy, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Lovely. And I have to ask, how are you doing? How's the family? Thank you. We're doing okay. So we have three little ones. We have four-year-old twins and a one-year-old. So uh, it's a busy house. Uh, my husband and I both are at Kalugo. So we're just working from home and kind of, you know, there's been a lot of we're very lucky, we're safe, we're home, um, and we've started having family dinners. So that's like something I've loved about this, but it, it does, it feels a little bit unrelenting too. <laughs> very busy. Yeah. And how has, has it been a big shift? I'm assuming it's a big shift just because of kind of the changing dynamics. Um, but one of the topics that we're seeing really is kind of the roles between uh, dual career couples and how that intersects mm -hmm. with their normal life. So have you guys had to find a, find that new balance? How is that working? It sounds, and you're both in business together, so that adds in another layer of complexity. Yeah, you know, there has been a re-shifting for us. So we, I think partially because we started out with twins, we've both been very involved from the start, you know, each of us had a baby to hold. <laughs> um, and oh, yeah. we've really worked with, you know, developing communication over the years of trying to be as equal as possible and kind of dividing up responsibilities and also understanding that there are times when one or the other of us needs to step up from a childcare perspective and a household management perspective. So, you know, when I was Prior to joining Kalugo, I worked at a law firm full time while Ted was working on building Kalugo and getting it to launch. He obviously was very busy, but had more flexibility than me at that point. So he kind of stepped in then. And I would say that now we are having a reshift where I am taking on more of the childcare, homeschool, household responsibilities because of our roles at Kalugo. I'm able to be a little bit more flexible than he is right now. And we are very open that this is a short-term solution and not, you know, a new normal. And we're in, so I think that may, is what makes it feel okay. 
but it definitely has required a lot of communication. We joke that our four-year-olds just they narrate their day all day long you know whatever's in their mind they say out loud and we've tried to be more like our four-year-olds like just over communicating with each other to try to make this feel like it can work i love that and i give you kudos for kind of acknowledging the you know a lot of times we're seeing a lot of especially for females or the primary caregiver whoever that may be um kind of the burden of an unequal shift in the power dynamics and an unequal shift in the workload and they aren't having necessarily those open communications which is where we're seeing some of the strife and some of the the further issues in the relationship so i applaud you for being such an open and to your husband as well for kind of taking on those challenges of really communicating what's going on because it's not a normal time before this but it sounds like you guys had that structure in place before this occurred that's allowing you guys to do a little bit better perhaps than other couples. Have you found yeah, certain aspects really, of the, yeah. no, please go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, 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 <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> Sorry. It's hard. Um, I, I was just going to say, I do think that we were helped by what we had in place, but it certainly, I did find myself right at the beginning when this shift kind of happened quite abruptly as it did for many people. Um, I was feeling that resentment. And so I just, you know, it, women often are the ones where this all falls on us. And so I had to kind of, I had to be sure to communicate and to make sure that this was like a short term thing. And we're like trying to come closer to balance. Like my husband is now stopping work at five. So he's the one who's making dinner, for example, and I can get like that five to six hour of work in. So we're trying to come up with little fixes and that only works if you keep talking. That's awesome. It's shifting gears a little bit back to Kalugo. Um, tell me about the mission and what you guys were hoping to do with having it be the Warby Parker Strollers and what, what that entails for parents. Yeah, for sure. So Kalugo came out of our experience shopping for baby gear for our twins. So like a lot of parents, we took that first trip to the big box store to buy baby gear. Um, but we left in a fight because we were overwhelmed. Everything was expensive. The brands didn't speak to us. We just had no idea what we were doing. Um, and the first stroller we bought, we couldn't even push down our sidewalk because it just couldn't handle any bumps. So through this experience, the idea of Kalugo came um, to be, Ted was in business school at the time at Wharton, a lot of direct-to-consumer businesses come out of there. I was at the law firm, as I mentioned, supporting our family. I at first thought Kalugo was just going to be a class project, <laughs> but it, he really, it what became his passion to really create a brand that is in constant communication with parents, that is creating the products they need without, you know, any of the additional things they don't. And also because we're direct to consumer, we're able to have a lower price point for parents at a time when they need money back in their pockets. And so part of what we are, our mission is, you know, these innovative products that are going to truly help parents feel confident taking on the um, adventure of parenthood. But the other piece of it is also a really strong community piece and really wanting to connect with our customers in a way that's divorced from like any sort of retail experience just we have events and we're um that we're now moving more for online communications obviously virtual opportunities to connect 
And we also just launched our own podcast, which is called Today We Tried, which is all about helping parents take on big milestone moments, breaking them down, making them feel more doable. So everything Clugo is about is just trying to help parents feel confident and connected. I love that. And I love that when you see really the all-encompassing lifestyle brands that really are more than just kind of a nameplate, it sounds like you guys have really strived and are successful in having multiple avenues for your consumers. And it probably feels more like your community then than necessarily just the consumers um, interact and be a part of that community. Because I think that's also what's missing a lot of the times. You know, we say it's to fall off the cliff after you have the, after you have your kids, but sometimes there's support blankets aren't there to catch you. Um, so I love that. And tell me a little bit more. Congratulations on launching your podcast. That's awesome. Um, what kind of big milestones have you, have you focused on or what necessarily was the first launch? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So this had been in the works for a little while and we had had recorded uh, some episodes on, you know, potty training. We did an episode on having your kids be in the NICU. Both of our twins were in the NICU for short stays when they were born, but we wanted to talk more about that. Um, uh, starting preschool, these sort of big moments. And then COVID hit and suddenly parenting during a pandemic became the parenting challenge we're all facing together. And so we pivoted to launch with a series on specifically parenting during COVID. So we've talked about um, homeschooling. We've talked about helping your kids to feel safe during this time. Uh, future episodes are gonna talk about rewriting the rules of um, you know, the parent-child dynamic. We're gonna talk about moving. We're gonna talk about cooking, kind of everything through celebrating holidays. So a lot of the same things are happening, right? During this time as we're always happening, but suddenly there's this added complexity on top of it of a pandemic. And so we're just trying to get parents those resources so they can feel, okay, here's some things that worked, here's some things that didn't. I joke in the podcast, you know, maybe hear what we did and you'll think that's great. I want to do that. Or maybe you'll hear it and you'll think, no, I want to do the opposite of that. But I'm hoping either way, it's going to be helpful and it will make you, you know, confirm that you're not alone and you're going through, we're all going through these same challenges together. I love that. And I think it's a great point that you mentioned that, you know, there's a ton of advice and guidance that's coming out. But to your point, I think you're very transparent in saying, you know, this may work for you or it may not. Um, and not necessarily as we've seen sometimes is you get a lot shoved down your throat, whether or not you accept it or not. So I like that you were taking <laughs> that approach of providing people with, um, you know, things to consider. And I think that everyone's kind of in their own individualistic journey of how they're managing their household. But at the same point, as you mentioned, confirming that, it, you know, we're all in this kind of new environment together, learning together and adapting together. So I love that. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you about is you were in marketing before you went to law school, um, and how has that impacted what you were doing um, in your work now? Do you find that you handle a lot more of the marketing than you did, or um, tell me a little bit more about that experience? Yeah, so I, I think coming, it's interesting. So I, when I was in marketing, I was in a a company that was selling best practice research to hospitals and to universities. And so part of what we were doing, you know, there was the initial 
sale, you know, get them on board as a customer, but then you needed to cultivate an ongoing relationship with them, make sure that they were using our services so that at the end of the year, they would want to renew. So it was marketing, but it was also account management and it wasn't a one-time interaction. And so that certainly translates um, into Kalugo where really we are community-based. And so our we don't want just a one-time interaction. We want you, you know, you find us, you buy our stroller, you have a hundred days to try out the stroller or any of our products and make sure that it's the right fit for you. Um, and so during that time, from a customer experience standpoint, we are here and available for you. If you have questions, you can write us, you can text us, call us. I've hopped on some video calls with people to just help fit their carrier on their body, make sure that their babies are strapped in and comfy. Uh, so it really is an ongoing relationship. And I've never been a part of a community that wants, you know, they just want us to succeed. And it's such an amazing back and forth. Um, and I've, I'm just so thankful and so proud of the community around Kalugo. Um, and so I think my, I'm moving from maybe a more typical marketing role into this community-based role has shown me even more the importance of these ongoing relationships with your with your customers. I love that and I think that's a great point for almost anyone that's in business today is that it's really the relationship building that needs to be a primary focus because it pays dividends you know over time and I'm sure you've seen it as well in your work that one or two bad um, relationships or soured relationships can really have lasting impact as same as those that you really grow and you water and you nurture, you know, can pay dividends in the other way. Was there anything for our moms that are listening or our parents that are listening, or like we always say ambitious women, in case you're not a parent yet, um, that was really helpful that you found from launching your own business, either from launching it as, you know, you have a unique experience of launching it with your husband. So it's a kind of a family affair as well as just you know, launching a new consumer product. What worked well for you guys and where did you, where would you share with our listeners that maybe didn't work as well? Well, I think one thing that was probably the biggest um, change for me in terms of moving from the corporate world into a parent focused brand. And I was this move from, you know, at the law firm, I really, had to pretend I was not a mother when I was at work, right? You never wanted any sort of life interference to anyone at work to know that, oh gosh, your kid has a doctor's appointment or you have to pick them up from school. And I remember rushing home early for bedtime and still feeling like I needed to respond to emails, right? So no one would know I was offline. And then moving into a startup that is parent focused, suddenly I was leading with the fact that I was a mother, you know, I'm chief parent officer is one of my titles. Um, and part of my credibility in this role is the fact that I'm a parent. And it helps me to create connections with people very quickly. And I know in the mother honestly community, I, you know, it's for those many of us who are mothers, it's like, okay, we have this thing in common to start and we can build on that. And so I think that's a really powerful thing. And I think it translates more broadly, you know, it's not just being a mother, it's being able to be fully yourself at work. And I think that's something Kalugo has really strived for, for everyone who works at Kalugo and 
for everyone, you know, in every one of our interactions is to be human and be fully ourselves and to really be transparent with our customers and community. Um, and that has really, uh, you know, served us well. We really have grown through word of mouth. And once people hear about us and try our products, they're, you know, our ambassadors and our advocates. I think, you know, a story to kind of of something you know we've been having a challenge with and then tying into the way our community has really supported us you know right now we are we have this moment where we are struggling to get some stroller orders out like on time so we are running behind our we had a warehouse delay you know a lot of things are delayed right now um, and we had weren't able to get strollers shipped on the date that we had promised and so we sent an email to all of those customers proactively saying, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, this stroller is going to be delayed. And we got the kindest responses back from people who hadn't even received our stroller yet, you know, new to Clugo, this was their first time interacting with us, you know, just saying that they wanted to make sure that we were safe to thank us for reaching out. Um, truly just our whole team was, we were so, so thankful for that. And so I, I think, it just shows the strength of building a community focused brand where you're being very transparent and yourselves and admitting when you make a mistake, your community is going to come back and like have your back on that. And it's really just been um, heartwarming and we're, we're just so thankful for that and for their patience with us in this moment. That's amazing. And I think it really speaks to both your brand and the culture that you've built within your company and what your you know, welcoming new Kalugo, you know, I don't know what you call them. Do you call them Kalugo ambassadors or however we would refer to them as that? Oh, welcoming yeah, we tend, we, yeah, we, we tend, we just say they're part of our Kalugo community or community members, um, you know, because okay. uh, that's how we think, we think of all of our customers, who, you know, of, as just as part of our, part of our crew, I guess. <laughs> And that's awesome. And I think it's to your credit, you know, being forthright and admitting what was going on, you know, it's some of the circumstances outside of your control, but, you know, communicating with your customers and welcoming them in and making sure that they feel like they're a part of it. I think that's an awesome way to handle kind of those situations and it speaks volumes to the brand. And how many people do you have working for you right now within the company? Um, we have uh, nine full-time employees right now. So we're a tiny team, um, small but mighty, we like to say. Uh, and we are, you know, we've always been based in Philadelphia, New York, and then we have our head of community is in Maryland. So we've always worked in different places. So that has served us well right now as we're all working remotely. Um, we're we've got that communicate to go back to communication. If my husband and I are working on more communication, we're also as a team kind of set up to know that we need to over communicate in that way too. Um, since we're, since we've been always been based in different places. No, that's awesome. And I think sometimes you see the best, um, some of the best work product comes out of these small but mighty teams that can really focus and deliver. Um, have you found anything that's been really helpful in kind of having that remote workspace? I think it sounds like for you guys, you've kind of had that experience um, prior to this, although this has probably magnified it, but what have you found that works really well for listeners that perhaps they could adapt? Yeah, so I something we've moved to is having daily, so we always had a weekly 
team check-in call. But since all of this started, we've been having daily check-ins and they can be very short, like five, 10 minutes, but it's just a quick update. Anyone who has something top of mind can talk about it then. And it's just a moment to connect. So I think having those, also taking the time to make that a video call so you all are seeing each other's faces is always helpful. Um, and so that's one thing we've done. And we also have had some of our own Zoom happy hours. So uh, just to have a moment of levity and a break in all of this, to get together in a more social way is also been a key part of, I think, just keeping everyone motivated and just to make sure that we're checking in with each other on a personal level and not just focused on the business because everyone is going through this in different ways and it has, you know, you can feel differently on different days. So it's just important to stay, stay in close touch and make sure everyone feels supported. No, that's a great, I think for, you know, large teams, small teams, that's a really great way um, to engage. And I think we have magnified that it needs to be kind of a daily interaction. So it, as the days, um, I'm sure you've seen the memes go by that this is Groundhog's Day over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> yeah, that we're breaking yeah. it up. No, um, I think and I that's right. Like, yeah. No, that's a, a great point. And I always like to ask, um, you know, this was a big year prior to, it's a big year in many ways. Um, but one of the things we'd always like to ask our podcast guests is, you know, prior to this, what was your big plans for 2020? And now I'm asking the same kind of vein. How has that changed or what have you kind of taken from necessarily your, you know, we all have the New Year's resolutions or the big kind of game plans for the companies. Um, what's that looking like for you right now? And what are you hoping to kind of do in the space that we're in for the rest of the year? Yeah, um, you know, I think one fun part of my job that we haven't talked as much about and that I was very excited about for the coming for this coming year, you know, starting in January is the product testing and, and market research side of it. So a, we, whenever we have a new product, we send out prototypes to our community to test. And it involves, of course, a lot of, um, you know, in-person testing. And so something that was a big shift that we've made right now is a move to virtual testing. So through more video and photographs and um, surveys, so that's something that I'm really interested in, kind of how can we make that most impactful? How can we make sure we're getting the best feedback, even though we can't do as much in person? And so that's one piece that I'm excited about for the rest of the year of like, how can we continue to improve on that and iterate on that? Uh, and I think the other piece of it is uh, this pivot to building online community. So. Um, build, continuing to build our community is always top of mind for us. We um, had started doing more in-person events and obviously that's on a pause right now. And it's how can we meet people where they are and give them content and community building moments that are most meaningful. So we always say at Clugo, you got this. And that means, you know, we know that as parents, you got this, you can handle it. We're going to help you, but we know that you can do it. And now we've really shifted also to the, we got you. So we wanna make sure that we parents feel supported by us. And so that's really the rest of 2020. That's what, how can we make sure parents know that we got them and we're here for them um, during these uncertain times. I love that. I think that's a great, a great way to manage and 
you know, pivoting within not only your business, but meeting, you know, parents where they're at and filling that need. I think that's amazing. So how can people learn more about what you're doing? What are you guys, where's the best way to find you for those of our listeners that are interested in learning more about not necessarily always the baby girl, but what you're doing as a community element as well. Yep. So the best place would be to go to our Instagram, which is at HiKalugo. That's H-I-C-O-L-U-G-O. And so it's there you can find updates on products, but you also, that's where you'll find information on the podcast, information on any IG lives that we're doing. We recently did a live um, baby music class, you know, for our community. So anything like that, every, that's really the central hub. Um, for all oh, things I love it. Well, Christy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, I've learned more about uh, Kalugo than I had known before, and it sounds it's amazing <laughs> what you guys are doing. I love how you've built your brand and your business, and I love how you're supporting parents um, during this unique time, but even what you were doing before then. I think it's a, a wonderful business model that you have built. Congratulations on what you've done so far. I'm excited to, I will check out your podcast as well. I'm always looking for a new podcast. So it sounds like you've got a lot of really great ones for parenting. Um, And I wish you all the best in the coming weeks. Stay safe and stay well. And we look forward to following Kalugo over the next year and seeing what you guys are up to. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And um, I hope that you stay safe safe and well. I'll be thinking of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning into the Mother Honestly podcast. If you want more relevant content for the ambitious mom, head on over to motherhonestly.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mother Honestly. Love our podcast? We want to hear from you. Please rate and review our podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We love growing at Mother Honestly and your reviews help us grow. Stay safe, stay well, and always stay ambitious.